the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Friday afternoon, everybody. It is the last Friday in the summer, pretty much. It's the last Friday in August, and technically, that would be the last Friday in the summer, even though next Friday is September 2nd and would be the last Friday because it's Labor Day. But we're going to consider this the last Friday because it's August. No? I don't like this being the last Friday in summer. I love the summer. I know. And you're wearing a Mets jersey today. So this is Joan Pelzer sitting in the seat of Arthur Idala on the Arthur Idala Power Hour. I should have gotten Arthur's sister, Lori, to come in and do her little opening that she did so well last weekend for us at Cave Hill. Hi, Alex. Hello, hello. And, uh... We never really got down to talk about that. I hope I hope Cave Hill went well for you. Last it was week. so super fun. Arthur did a lot of talk about that this week, and and we just had the best time. And hello, Matthew Sambolino. Hello. Yeah, Arthur said next year I have to go to yes, Cave Hill. Yes, he did. He pushed. I'm waiting that. for my invite, but it's okay. He pushed it. He pushed it. He said you guys have to come next year, and it was quite a lovely and relaxing weekend. Do you know I put my phone away? For two days. See, I, that's nice. I, I, I need a, a time off like that. We all need a time off. And I got to actually be on Kevin McCullough and Christine Nicholas's show on Friday and talk about the AMT Theater, which we all know and love now. You were on a roll that week, I will say. You had AMT all over the place. It was I great. I did. I did. We did an amazing, amazing press and community event, as you all know. And we had Christine show up and we had Tom Harris from the Times Square Alliance. So we really had a great week. And Arthur is enjoying some quality family time today. And so we have stepped in his shoes to fill the house today. Yesterday was a pretty exciting wow. show, wow. wasn't it? Wow, what a night that we was. We had huh? the former mayor, the 109th mayor of New York City, Bill de Blasio, on the show yesterday. And he asked him some hard questions. What did you think of it? I thought it was a very in- revealing conversation in the sense of, like, he, he did ask him all the questions. And, you know, de Blasio answered the best he could. He so. did. He was He's a very charismatic and personable guy. He really is, though. No matter what you think of the politics, he's charismatic and personable. And he'll be going up to his hometown of Boston. Actually, it's Cambridge. To Harvard. Which exactly was his hometown. If you remember, he was born in Manhattan, then moved up to Massachusetts yes, with his family. Yes, and he's a Brooklynite so. now. So, you know, I spent a lot of time up in Cambridge, actually. I Right out of college, I worked up there for a little while with Verizon, which was called Ninex at the time. 
I used to run around town and I had my mom come up. We had a great time. Boston is a fantastic place. I feel like that's a great time in the fall. I don't know why, but all the foliage up there has to be unbelievable. It is. And you know, Arthur was supposed to go there with Luca, but then unfortunately there was um, a death in his um, extended family, a a very close family friend, and he couldn't take Luca up to go to a a Red Sox game. But Matt wouldn't have cared anyway because he's got a Mets shirt on. (laughs) But however, I don't know. Did the Mets do so good? We're going to talk sports at the end, but I don't know if the Mets did so good. I think it was the Yankees and my parents would love that. But I'll give the Mets the credit. It was a season series split. So I think both fan bases should be happy with how that turned out. We are going to have an amazing show for you all today because we are celebrating. It's going to be a fun Friday. We're going to do a little bit of like what's going on in New York City. We're going to talk a little bit about what just happened with Trump, the redacted affidavit. We're going to talk to an attorney, a constitutional law attorney, Andrew Lieb. He'll be joining us in segment two. But we also have some some news happening. And you know me, I can't. I got to I got to barrel through every single piece of news and give you guys an update Local New York news is what we Can like to talk about. Can you find some uplifting news on a Friday? I will. Other than the Six Flags roller coaster that had a, an issue, I think the Coney Island roller coaster is working quite well, and many people are probably it flocking is. to Coney Island right now. It's it's great, you know. And when they start the roller coaster, they have that big long wooden crank that it's they crank all the way back. Yeah, they literally do. You know, that's one of my favorite roller coasters to ride, and I do not normally ride roller coasters, but I had a, an old boyfriend who taught me how to ride a roller coaster properly. He said, when you're on the roller coaster, the reason you get so scared is you're really holding your breath. So if you just relax, you can hold a strong grip because there's no harnesses in this roller coaster. I mean, this is like seatbelt and you're holding on. If you just relax a little, hold tight, but breathe as you go along. And that's where screaming comes in. So I screamed a lot on the roller coaster, but I actually enjoyed the cyclone when I rode it years ago. I don't really care to ride them, but you know, it, it was doesn't fun. go upside down too. No, so it, it's it's a pretty modest roller coaster. It is modest. It's, it's a great uh, landmark, you know. It is an amazing landmark. I had gone to a Cyclones game, and my neighbors. I have neighbors on the 14th floor in my building, and they just went yesterday to see some some of the Coney Island sights and sounds. They couldn't get in a few places. They said it was so incredibly crowded. So. Second half of the show, we're going to talk about the fun things that you can do in New York City right now before the summer ends, because there are a lot of fun things. Some of them are free. Some of them aren't free. But they went to Coney Island, and that's one of my favorite places to go and walk around. And you know, I know that your dog's name is Luna. Isn't it called Luna Park out there? It is called Luna Park, and you can see it if you're sitting in the Cyclone studio. And that is... Brings us right into what's today, Alex. It is National Dog Day. And so happy National Dog Day to Luna and all the, you know, puppers out there. My little Luna came and loved you. She was uh, flirting well, with you. She, she, uh, she's adorable. Let me just say she that. Is she's super adorable. Cute. Well, did you know there's an article in the New York Times, actually, in the national page of the New York Times about your dog and your dog, if your dog doesn't get enough exercise, it could cause cognitive dysfunction, right? So that song, Who Let the Dogs Out? You got to let the dogs out. (laughs) Let the dogs out. Let them go running. I mean, Luna, if she does not play... She drives me crazy. She sits on her butt and she like puts her paws up and she tries to get me to take her out. And I I take her out minimum like three or four times a day. But you're also a dog sitter in a sense. So she gets a lot of exposure to yes, other dogs. Yes, she does. She gets a ton of dog company. We have like, I'm like the, the dog central in my house. 
Every dog comes. One day I had four dogs in my Whoa. apartment. It's like doggy daycare in my apartment. Yeah, but I, it, it's true. You know, and if you think about it, dog therapy is not just for people who are in hospitals and nursing homes because I did it with Hubble. It's for you. It helps you. If she notices that I'm like a little stressed, she hits me to go out. And I think it's a good thing. Like, get out and walk and take your dog somewhere and go for a nice walk. Well, there's some other things going on in New York City that those are some fun things. But there's some unpleasant things. We're getting some thunderstorms. However, that could switch to a positive because we actually need rain. We've had a drought. Suffolk County is suffering. Parts of New York are suffering. New Jersey, Connecticut. We need some thunderstorms and some rain, don't we? Yeah. And I, I would say this, and Matt could chime in too. I, I'm looking at the sky these days, and it's like it's ready to erupt. I don't know what it, it is. is. But it always it looks erupted like ready to a go. little here and there. Just a little. Just a little. Not enough. Trinkled. It trinkled. So thunderstorms are coming, um, and so are migrants. Immigrants from Texas are being bussed up Five here. Five buses now, I Five think. Five buses. Um, the mayor met with them at Port Authority, and apparently, Matt informed me of this, they are given barcoded bracelets to track them. So I don't know how this is going to work, because I don't know if you can take these off or not, but apparently... They well, are they, they're, they're cutting them off when yeah. they get here. Well, wouldn't but that you make don't sense? treat people like that. I mean, it, you know, look, I know that there's some issues with all different thoughts about immigration and what's going on. But my family are immigrants. I mean, every one of us are immigrants. Nobody is from here, per se. I don't know what to do about the situation, but I do know that there are people that do need help. Maybe there are unsavory people that are coming and crime may be an issue with certain people that are coming here, but I think we have to at least give them a running start and help these people that are desperate. But not to the point where New York City residents can't even afford anything. That, that's well, it, you know, it's funny. I was talking to a whole bunch of my theater friends the other day, and they were all saying how things are so much more expensive. Congestion pricing is just going to increase that if anyone wants to come in and drive here. I know, Matt, you drive once in a while, don't I you? I do. And so the fact that I'm going to have to pay a lot just to come into a Manhattan. A lot more. Uh, all the delivery drivers, the truck drivers, it's yeah. going to really affect it's gonna a ton of people. It's going to put the costs up. And you know what else? Uh, you know, I couldn't get a cab recently. I couldn't get a cab at all. And then when I did, it was more expensive. And I would, I don't mind paying more for a taxi as opposed to Uber or Lyft because I don't want the yellow cabs to go away. And unfortunately, what's happening is the yellow cabs, when someone gets in it, like what just happened to that poor man that got killed by a bunch of kids, what happens is you can't track it if someone's not paying in advance and using an app or a credit card. So it's probably a little scary for these guys, I would think. Um, we also have some shortages happening in personnel, teacher shortages. Arthur talked to someone about it this week. Um, the gentleman from California, Teacher of the Year, Jeremy Adams, who wrote a book, Hollowing Out. And then Rikers Island is having some correction officer staffing crisis. So there's a lot of things going on, but we want to make it fun today. So we're going to come back with constitutional law attorney Andrew Lieb to talk about Trump. I guess that's so we don't have a plot, but at least I'm sure of all the things we got. They I got you, babe. I got you, babe. 
So, of course, we have to take this opportunity to talk about our friends at Connors and Sullivan. We want to make sure that our families are taken care of when we're no longer here. Because, yes, although we don't believe so, there will be a time when we will no longer be here. You need to go visit our friends at Connors and Sullivan. They're going to make sure that when you're not around, everything is smooth. If you're incapacitated, Connors and Sullivan will set up a power of attorney so that somebody who you're close with and you feel comfortable with will have the power to sign documents for you. They'll have a health care proxy. So if you can't talk to your doctors, someone can talk to the doctors for you. You'll need a will, maybe a trust. So don't hesitate. Call Connors and Sullivan. They're going to give you a free consultation with a lawyer. It's 718-238-6500. A free in-person consultation with a lawyer. 718-238-6500. And remember what Mike Connors always says. The biggest mistake in estate planning is not planning at all. Looking for advice on that new place you call home? Tune into the one and only Eye on Real Estate. It's a seller's market right now, so let Dottie and her team of experts help you navigate the tricky waters of real estate. Dottie even has the scoop on celebrity real estate. Tune in every Saturday as Citizens Bank Senior Vice President Ace joins Dottie and offers listeners free advice on the mortgage process. Join in every Saturday morning at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. All of us come from somewhere. All of us have origin stories. From executive producer Larry Elder. Divine Providence was clearly operating in the lives of black Americans. And director Justin Malone. When I was growing up, we were never taught that America was bad. We were raised to love America. Comes the continuation of their 2020 hit film, Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom Part 2, an American odyssey. Available on Salem Now. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-27. Wow, is that not some instrumental music. Thank you to Sambolina. We just love that we have a professional DJ doing our music. He I does get an to amazing say, job, not doesn't he? Lie. And I get to say, hey, this is what I'm thinking about. And he creatively comes up with these ideas. You're amazing. It's fun. I have a ton of fun thinking up uh, good songs to play during the show, all the talk topics and the variety I of guests. I love it. We and have. you really, you nail it each and every time. What'd you do for Dog Day? Do you have something coming up fun for me for I, Dog Day? I don't know. Well, what did I do Should for I... Dog Day? I ate a hot dog earlier this week. <laughs> We're going to talk more about hot dogs and beer when we do Padre Lose Libation later on. But if you remember, just a few minutes ago, right before the break, Sonny and Cher, I got you, babe. I got you, babe. I can't sing. And Arthur tells me, do not sing on the air. He sings. I do not. 
Matt, why is that song so important today? Why is I love Sonny and Cher, by the way. I well, loved that show. Well, because today in 1965, they were number one on the UK singles chart with that hit. And none of us in this room were even born. That's true. That's Isn't that true. strange? And Cher <laughs> is still going strong. That's right. She is still out there, still going strong, and she is phenomenal. I love her. Did you any of you see the Cher musical? I did not see it. But I love. I do it. love Cher. She's got a great legacy. Oh my career. gosh, that musical was amazing. We're going to talk about what else is opening on Broadway a little bit later on in the show. But first, I want to get to some real strong news today. So you thought I opened with a few things, and we want to keep things on a positive. But there's a little bit more going on in the news, and I think it would wouldn't be. It wouldn't do you all justice driving home if we didn't give you this update. Today, as you all may know, is the day that the affidavit, the 32-page affidavit, David, David or David? David. David was released. Um, The affidavit about why and what they found when they invaded and went into uh, former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago, Florida estate to find documents. And apparently a lot of them were highly classified. And we are going to quickly bring in constitutional law attorney Andrew Lieb to give us a little bit of an update on this. Andrew, welcome to the Arthur Adela Power Hour. This is Joan Pelzer. Joan, I got to tell you that DJ music, I wish I had that while I was on the court system trying to get these documents. They said noon, but by 1225 is when we first saw them. I would have been boogie-woogieing with Sonny and Cher if I had that going. There you go. We love Sonny and Cher. Did you watch that show? I didn't, but after I listened to you describing it, you're right. I got to go see this. You got to go back and see it. Yeah. Yeah. You got to go back and see it. So, Andrew, you're you're an expert in this field. Um, these this was the deadline was today at noon. It came at 1225. What did it talk about? What did they find? So there's two main documents we got. One was the Justice Department's memorandum explaining why we had redactions. And that came out first. So let me go into that first. They said, hey, we have redactions because there's these civilian witnesses and we don't want them to be intimidated or retaliated against. And then they said, you know, we have investigative avenues and techniques. We can't put that stuff out there. They went into the safety of law enforcement. And they said that, you know, there's private people that have legitimate privacy interests. But most importantly, they said there's grand jury information we can't get out there. So this first document that came out was the memorandum from the Justice Department saying, hey, you're going to see a document, but here's why we can't give it all out, why it has to be redacted. And just like the ultimate warrant and just like the ultimate affidavit underlying the warrant, we saw redactions on that, too. So that was the first document. And we had a five minute break in between the two to digest them. Wow. Okay. so what are the results from all of this? Like, what are we learning and what are we supposed to do with this information? Well, I'll tell you what I learned. The two big things, there was two big things for me, and there's a lot of deductions. Like if you were going to go and you were going to play like, um, I don't know, a little inspector, like you were going to try and deduce everything, we can find some holes. But the big two ones were as follows. It started off, we know that the National Archives had these 15 boxes they got from Trump of unauthorized information that he had stored at Mar-a-Lago. And so what we learned is of those 15 boxes, 14 of them had classified information, 14 of those 15. And we learned there's 184 unique documents with classified markings, 67 marked confidential, 92 marked secret, 25 top secret. And then they use 
compartment dissemination controls, like things like Ocron, which say only the person who originates the document can control where it goes. So these are documents no one should have, even the president. That's one interesting thing. The Why? Second interesting Why did thing, he have these? Well, I don't know. They didn't tell us that, but I'm going to tell you one thing we know about him having it. This is the second interesting thing. It wasn't like he had them in neat folders. He had them crumbled up. This is what they tell us. Crumbled up and mixed in with other mementos like signed pictures and things like that, as if he was swooping through them over again. So to your question, Joan, why did he have them? And unfortunately, you said it was a 32-page uh, document with the exhibits. It's 38. Of those 38 pages, about five had information. Wow. The rest of it was redacted. Wow. Redacted, blacked out. You couldn't see anything. Wow. And of the five that had information, maybe only one of them actually had real information. The other four was just quoting statutes and teaching us about confidential stuff, Joan. So what we really learned is maybe one page of information, and you asked the right question. Why did he have them? I don't understand. Do you understand? I do not understand. And who, what I'd love to know is two things is why does he have them and who packed these boxes and have they been looked in after the fact? Well, I can answer one of those questions for you. Have they been looked in after the fact? What we learned in this affidavit and that affidavit, just to be clear, is that sworn document by the FBI that gives rise to the judge, this magistrate, this magistrate in Florida to issue probable cause that there's a reasonable suspicion there was a crime committed and there's documents there. One of the things we learned about these documents is that they've been negotiating with Trump's team to get him back for some time. And they said to him, it's an unsecure location. This is unsecure. Somehow in the media, we've learned from that, that they told him to put a lock on him. That's not what it says. It said, you're holding these documents on unsecure location, securitize them. We don't hear, oh, go put a padlock. Like, that's not what it was. So clearly they knew he had it, and he and his team knew they had it because they were negotiating to get him back for a long time, Joan. And I think that's a big red flag there. That, to me, is a big red flag. And I'm not an attorney, but that, to me, sounds like a huge red flag. Why would they ask him to secure them and not just give them back? Yeah, that's a good question. I think they were asking for both, though. Right? To, to the DOJ's perspective, they're saying, we want these. We, we went through your first 15 boxes. We were referred this from um, uh, National Archives. We want more documents. But then they said, for the things you got there, until we get them all and we can figure it out, secure them. The, the, Mar-a-Lago is not a secure location. We learned the other day, Rudy is going under an underground tunnel in there. <laughs> Who else is going through this tunnel? Like the tunnel of documents and love. That's what I think going on there this is uh I, i'm just i'm baffled i have to tell you i'm really baffled um i don't want to think the worst and maybe this is an easy oh we didn't know we had them but it sounds really bad right now i mean i can't think of anything it doesn't sound so good and it sounds like they were trying to negotiate kind of under the radar to have this all hashed out and then the media took it and ran with it and they didn't have it sounds like they didn't have a choice but to go in and and take them i think you said it right i don't think they had a choice and the way i read this and they even attached to it one of trump's attorney's letters explaining about things being declassified how they could be declassified in that negotiation you were talking about about dealing with it and in the affidavit it explains that being declassified doesn't undermine espionage act 
That's one thing to keep in mind. And more importantly, I don't think they were trying to make this into this big ordeal. I think if you had this, Joan, and I know with your cloud, maybe it would be like Trump's, but if you had it or maybe I had it, they would have been in my house within 10 seconds taking these documents away. They gave him a tremendous amount of latitude in getting to this point, because why would anyone have these documents? It's a big question, and i got to go another step forward. In his motion, when he said we need to have a special master look at this, he doesn't argue once in that whole thing about how he declassified the records. Mm -hmm. And that's a misnomer out there. Why didn't he argue it if he declassified them? And was a special master, has has a special master been assigned? I'm glad you asked. So earlier this week, what happened was, I don't know if you know, he was before Justice Reinhardt, this magistrate with respect to the search warrant. He didn't go to Judge Judge Reinhardt with the um, special master application. He went to another judge. And the judge said to him, you have till today to supplement your affidavit. You supplement your motion about the special master and explain to me why you're in front of me and not in front of Reinhardt. Mm. You can't just pick different judges for different parts of cases. Yeah. And so that's an interesting question that his team needs to answer by the end of the day today. So we'll learn more next week. We will. And it, there was a, last week I had talked to Imran Ansari. He, he came on the show and we talked about um, Cuomo and we talked about Trump. And he we talked about a lawsuit against um, the, the government. Is that still happening? I'm not sure which lawsuit we're talking about. There's a lot of lawsuits going on in the government. I will say to you that Cuomo, interestingly enough, has been found that he's allowed to keep his book proceeds, these five million buckaroonies. And I think that's a wild one on our dime in New York State. But I'm not sure which lawsuit, because when you watch the Trump show, you have to stay tuned every day. We have a story going on down in Georgia. We got a story with uh, uh, Tish James, the AG of New York. You got yeah, a story a going, going on, on with the Manhattan District. Yeah. <laughs> well, this it's is not going to end. Clearly, this is going to continue. But I appreciate Andrew Lieb. Thank you so much for coming on and giving us a little bit more insight as to from a, from a very legal mind what's going on. We really appreciate you joining the Arthur Idella Power Hour. It was super fun. And I'm going to be boogie woogieing with our new music. With Thank our new you. DJ. Thank, Thank you. you. Listen to what we've got on right now. Ready to go. We are going to talk about my friend Susan at Rhino Shield real quick. And I want to make sure that you understand how pleased I am personally with this product. I know that it'll, the whole house is going to look great. It's not like now one side's going to be one shade of white and then this new little piece is going to be a different shade of white because the original white is whiter than white than white. It looks like it's a brand new paint job. And that's because Rhino Shield is not paint. It's this ceramic coating that they don't put on with a brush, but they spray it on all, over multiple days and multiple layers. It comes with a guarantee, a 25-year transferable warranty against peeling, chipping, cracking, mold, or mildew. Right now, Susan's offering no payments, no interest financing for one year. That along with the strongest discount yet, 20% off for anyone who requests a free quote by August the 31st. So call today and lock in your 20% discount. Call Susan at 877-744-6608. That's 877-744-6608. Or go to rhinoshieldofnewyork.com. Reach out to Susan and say, Arthur sent you. 
Hi, Kevin McCullough. Join myself, Christine Nicholas, and a cast of thousands as we celebrate Fun Friday on Radio Night Live. We will talk food, we'll talk dining, we'll talk weekend plans, and we'll give you some tips. You don't want to miss it tonight at 7. Man, I slept. New ZQL Pure Z's Restorative Herbal Sleep is made for people who are tired of being tired. I've never slept like this before. I've never woken up like this before. A melatonin-free sleep aid made with a botanical blend that contains clinically studied and effective valerian root, hops, and passionflower, shown to help promote better restorative sleep. Zequil Pure Z's Restorative Herbal Sleep. Sleep this good, feel this good. Available at retailers near you. Want more AM970 The Answer? Go to am970theanswer.com to listen live. Tune in to podcasts from the shows you missed anytime you want. Learn more about our advertisers. Join the AM970 Fan Club and sign up for events. am970theanswer.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Now in stock in all trim levels and all with the flexibility of third-row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2700. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. Let's start up the weekend. Who wants to start up the weekend? How many of you have had it? With this week, the last week of summer, we're talking about Trump every day. Frankly, I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. Arthur can't take it anymore either. He needed a day to go and be with his family and his friends. And I need a cocktail. I don't know about you. I am not driving today. Many of you are driving home. Please be careful. Please be conscientious on the road. We know gas costs a ton of money. We know there have been a a lot of issues on the roads. There's congestion pricing. There's all sorts of crime. I'm just getting sick of talking about the bad stuff in the news. There's a whole bunch of Broadway closings, which we're going to mention. But then we're going to talk about the fun Broadway openings. But I don't know about you. My friend's birthday, Kim Vasey, she knows Jerry from our station. It was her birthday yesterday. I'm taking her out with my friends for dinner tonight. We're neighbors. I cannot wait to celebrate Kim's birthday. And I'm going to read us Padre Lou's Friday Libation now. And why am I reading it now? I'm reading it now because it's halfway through the show and I am ready for a cocktail. And this is one I'd really like. Once he gave me this cocktail, I said, I need to read this immediately because I want to do it right. So even though we're approaching these weaning days of summer and we know it's like the last week officially of summer, this high temperature, the humidity, the thunderstorms, they're all here. And so what you need to do right now is drive your car immediately and go buy a watermelon. Go buy a seedless watermelon. Cut a big section out of it and buy some limes. Padre Lou told me that he just bought 10 limes for $2 at his supermarket. So I'd love to know. You need to to social media us and tell us where you found limes and how much they cost. You can use them for other things like margaritas too. But But Inflation hasn't hit limes yet? Not yet. Not yet on the limes. It did hit gas. It hit everything else, but not the limes. So you're going to mix up this red watermelon bunch that you got, this cut section out of the watermelon. You're going to put it in a 
blender until it's like watery so that it's like a juice. So you're going to get a tall glass. You're going to fill it with ice. Pour into this glass an ounce of gin, one ounce. I would maybe throw a little more. It depends on how much of a libation you want today. Throw an ounce of Campari in. Two ounces of a French aperitif such as Lillet. I think it's L-I-L-L-E-T. Or the less sweet Suez, S-U-E-Z-E. These two bottles Padre Lou apparently keeps in his refrigerator at all times. So I think I'm just going to go straight to Padre Lou's and have him make this cocktail for me. Then you're going to squeeze half of a lime into that. Then you're going to add this all to your chilled glass with ice. You're going to top it off with this red watermelon juice mixture that you've already blended. You can add a few drops of grenadine if you want it to just be an extra little red color. Then you're going to stir, sip, savor, and swallow. I just got relaxed talking about this. And then you're going to be refreshed by Padre Lou's Red Redundant Refresher. And do you wonder, Sambolina, why does he call it, or Alex, a red redundant refresher? Tell us why. Because redundant is because after you've had one, you can't wait for another. I know I'm definitely going to have two. That just sounds unbelievable. Sounds amazing. And you're not going to get watermelons for that much longer. So take advantage of that watermelon and go and make one of these and make sure it's seedless. So that is our cocktail. I think we all could use this. And I'm sure you're all savoring this right now as you're driving wherever you're heading. But I know I am. And I'm definitely going to have some fun at an Italian restaurant tonight. And I'm going to ask for a cocktail that sounds like this. I if I say, can't get you, them to make this, I'm going to ask for one that sounds like this. Do we just go and print out the recipe and give it to the bartender? Yeah, hey, can you make why this? Why not? Uh, why not? You know, look, my dad is my little marketing assistant and for Arthur and I. And he listens to the show every day. And he has sent me. He wakes up and he goes to the gym. And then he starts getting on the phone and sending me all sorts of things. So today he sent me that, you know, we talked about this before the show, that uh, New York is accepting applications to sell recreational marijuana, recreational pot is what this FoxNY.com uh, said. You know, and there's going to apparently be 20 dispensary licenses on Long Island and alone. And I don't know how this is going to change things. I mean, this is definitely going to change things. Kids Younger kids will have access like they do currently to alcohol. They'll have more access to marijuana. And I don't know what this is going to do. I don't know how I feel about all of this being and yeah, you near have to be 21 kids. To, you have to be 21 to get whipped cream, I learned today. So. 21 to get whipped cream. because And apparently it's a law that was put into place a couple of years ago, but they haven't really enforced it. But there's something in the can of whipped cream. Nitrous oxide is what so you, you would normally find in laughing gas. This. Okay, so Correct. like whippets, like those We're little whippets. We're not condoning this behavior. No, we're just but- saying... You have to be 21 to yeah, buy it. Yeah. And, and stores just haven't been enforcing it. Do you buy whipped cream for your it. kid for like Sundays and stuff? I haven't. I don't recall the last time I did buy whipped cream. I, I like the jarred whipped cream. I like to make my own fresh whipped cream. I'm a, I'm a thing because I make pies for Thanksgiving. So you guys will all be party to that because you weren't. I didn't really. I wasn't here last year, but I make pies. One year I made 11 homemade pies for Thanksgiving Ooh. and I make my own whipped cream. But wow. people do like they, they. You know, there's a thing. Do you like ready whip? Or do you like Cool Whip? Cool Whip is the one that comes in the freezer section, and it's in a tub, and you dollop it on. Ready Whip is where you can design things. You can make smiley faces on pancakes and stuff. I don't know. Let's see. Who likes which? 
I'd love to know who likes which. We we should have a debate. We should have a. a I like the tub. Whipped cream, cream off. I don't need to spray tub. whipped cream on anything. You don't want to spray it. No, no. And I'm interested no, to try your uh, interested to try your homemade whipped cream. Uh, oh, it's amazing. My homemade. And I, I like stuff vanilla. made with love. You know, made with love. Sambalino likes things made with love. And you spent the day with your little love muffin yesterday. Uh, I did. I did spend the day with her. I, you know, I. I'm not here on Thursdays because I have to pick her up from camp. Not have to. Want to. Uh, want to and thing. have to. <laughs> but I think that's a beautiful thing. You need time with your children. You do. Of course. She needs her dad. She and it's fun for her to see that you're the one doing that. Arthur talks about taking little Arthur to school or picking him up, and he the kid. Loves it. Kids when love it. When I pick it. her up from camp and she runs out, Daddy, Daddy, with her arms stretched open, Aww. it's the best feeling in the world. I got to I got to have the arms stretched open with Ariana, Arthur's little girl. Marianne and Arthur let me hold her and keep her for a little while, and I got her to laugh and smile at Cave Hill last weekend. It was super exciting when you can make a kid laugh and smile and not cry. Arthur kept trying to take her back because, you know, he <laughs> loves her and he wants to hold her. And I'm like, no, 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 go away. Go away. Give me this kid. I want to hold her. I want to run around. I'm going to make her laugh. And I had all these little five-year-old kids doing tumble salts and karate chop moves. And I had her face forward watching them in awe. And she was loving life. She was so, so super happy. And it made me like it just lit me up and made me feel so good that I could make a kid smile so and laugh. So you're, you're Aunt Joni? I am the best aunt. I, I actually have awarded myself the best auntie award on earth. And I think my Ava would agree with me. Uh. Yeah. So let's talk about a little bit of, of what's not happening on Broadway this fall or what's about to close on Broadway. There's five shows closing, one of which you just saw, Mr. Saturday Night. Yeah, great, great show. And Billy I know Crystal's the Friars Club podcast fantastic. is going to interview him or did interview him. I believe so. Uh, that's the rumor. Joe Sebelia interviewed Mr. Saturday Night. I'm dying to see it, but it closes on September 4th. Unfortunately, wow. I really wish it wouldn't, but I'm sure Billy Crystal is pretty busy in his life. Then Dear Evan Hansen is going to close. Come From Away is going to close. Into the Woods is going to close. And The Kite Runner. Those shows are about to close. However, we got Kinky Boots that just came back off Broadway. Okay. So Kinky, a little Kinky Boots just came back. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that's opening. I mean, there's a list. If you go to Playbill.com, there is a whole big list of things opening. Cost of Living, Leopoldstadt. 1776, Death of a Salesman, one of my favorite shows. I think the last time I saw it, I think Mike Nichols directed it, if I'm not mistaken. The Piano Lesson, Top Dog Underdog, which is a show that's coming back, a revival, 20th anniversary. Kimberly Akimbo is opening. K-pop, I thought you'd love this, Matt. K-pop is a musical concert set in the world of a K-pop record label. I may have to check that out. Just right up your alley, Matt. So, Matt, w- there's a lot more opening, plus Juliet, I Love Shakespeare. I'm going on the Shakespeare noise, retreat. Which I'm I know, I, I, a Beautiful Noise, Some Like It Hot. I know Should Back I to the faster? Future is opening up next year. I'd back to, to the Future that. is going to open Eight No More, Ohio State Murders. I mean, I could go on and on and on. These are listed in alphabetical order. So this is pretty cool that these things are opening. Ooh. Oh, what do you hear? That. Ooh, I like this music. It's going to relax you all as you go make your Padre Lou libation. Yeah, this is nice. We all kind of have to just relax a little, don't we? Are we ready to go to break or do do we want to talk a little more? I think we're ready to go to I break. I think we go to break. You guys take a break and I'll be right back at the Arthur I Dollar Power Hour. You're really 
Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Hi, this is Judge Kamins, a partner at Idala Bertuna & Kamins, and where Arthur Idala of the Arthur Idala Power Hour works at his 24-7 day job. In 2014, I retired from the bench to join ABK, which is a full-service preeminent boutique firm that has been helping New Yorkers when legal problems arise. ABK is uniquely qualified to assist New Yorkers who have a wide range of legal problems, from personal injury claims and civil litigation to criminal defense and trusts and estates. I personally work on appellate matters, attorney disciplinary matters, and complex legal issues with a dedicated group of attorneys who provide a team approach to each case. There is no legal problem too big or small for this talented and hardworking legal team. So when you think of the Idala Power Hour, also keep in mind ABK, the power legal firm. When Dr. Lederman came to New York from Harvard, 97% of women in New York were losing their breasts as breast cancer treatment, but 90% of Dr. Lederman's patients with breast cancer were keeping their breasts. Dr. Lederman, an outspoken advocate of breast-saving therapy, educated women about choices. To arm every woman about breast cancer, choices, breast-saving whenever possible and desired. When every hospital thought standard radiation was okay, Dr. Lederman had a better idea. Innovative Dr. Lederman first brought brain radiosurgery to New York and body radiosurgery to America. Meet Dr. Lederman, breast-conserving therapy over decades. 1384 Broadway at 38th. Call 212-CHOICES. 212-CHOICES about breast cancer treatment. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. For a fresh second opinion, call Dr. Lederman. Breast cancer treatment, call 212-CHOICES. 212-CHOICES. Call Dr. Lederman today. 212-CHOICES. Now you can travel to Israel. Spend 10 extraordinary days in the Holy Land this November. Collect remarkable memories on a trip that will change you forever. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza lead our tour of Israel with our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Join them and enjoy picturesque and unforgettable places you'll treasure for a lifetime. Reserve your spot today at StandWithIsraelTour.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer.
Updates on what's going on in Broadway and music. This is quite amazing. And we're, and we're going back in time with the Sonny and Cher song and the anniversary in 1965. Well, if you don't know, Elton John just released that song for the second time. And this time with Britney Spears. So Britney Spears has come back. She's a bit of an icon. I mean, it's weird to think of her as older now. Sure. But she's not like the, the Dua Lipas of the world. She's an older person now and it's kind of cool to see her and Elton John paired up. Yes. You got Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett prior to that who I absolutely love. I met him once in person. Well, and love Elton's, him. And Elton's partnering with like these younger female uh, voices like Super she, Dua Lipa now Britney. I'm kind of waiting for Olivia Rodriguez next actually. Well Where'd yeah wouldn't that be kind of cool and didn't um, Billy Joel's concert he had what Olivia did he have Rodrigo, on stage? Actually. Is that why you yeah, said Olivia Rodriguez? There you go. Yep. Did I cue you up? Yep, yep, I cued yep. you up right there yeah. And it was well, a, a nice welcome return from Britney Spears who really hasn't released anything in six years and this was her first release since the end of her 13 year conservatorship. I love that song and her conservatorship that put her basically away from the spotlight. You know who talked about that was our own ABK law attorney, John Leventhal. Right. Uh, Honorable John Leventhal. He is all about that area of the law. So I think maybe next week we should try and get him back on to just give us a little update about once you're out of a conservatorship, what is, you know, what are your rights? Do you have more rights than you did? Are you out completely? Can you still be as part of a conservatorship? Who knows? Very interesting dynamic. It really is. It's pretty scary too, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. But I'm sure for those who are in it, it's an inspiring moment, right? It is an inspiring moment. I, I love that these artists, because their songs are so important. I mean, when I that song always brings me back to the movie Almost Famous. Do you remember the the scene on the airplane in Almost Famous? That's a, another movie, another right? movie that's coming to Broadway soon. Amazing, isn't yeah, it? All it of is these movies. Movie. I love these movies. It's interesting that the movies are becoming Broadway musicals. 13 going on 30. 17 again. All of these are because Devil Wears Prada is becoming Broadway musicals. It's kind of cool. Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Yeah. Oh, that one I definitely want to see. So what else is going on in music, Sambolino? So there's a bunch of concerts taking place, which are, which are nice because for a while there were no concerts taking place. I know. And it, now right? they're just stacked everywhere. Did you miss it when they weren't any? Do you, uh, were you a big yeah, concert guy? I, 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 liked, I like to attend concerts every now and then. Of course, I, I was a little bit... Uh, apprehensive about going with COVID and everything, but you know now that uh, the most of the bands are lifted, it's time to get out there. It's, we need the money most for the, of the economy. Bands or bands, the bands, bands, <laughs> the bands are lifted for the bands, and DJs, and uh, you know, and it's nice to see everybody working because a lot of people. There's a lot of union people who do exactly. the sets. There's so set many building, people, hundreds of grips. people. 
Yeah, and it's uh, it's nice to see them all working again. It is. It really is. I went to a concert with my dear friends who run the AMT Theater, Tony and Kelly, with their uh, son, Toby. I went to Weezer and Green Day. I think I told you about it. Yeah. I went At to City Weezer Field, and Green Day right? a year ago. A year ago. In City, City Field, is an, it's a magical place to see a concert. Mm-hmm. It really is. The acoustics. And I, I was at just, that show. You were at, and we talked about yes. that, and I, I didn't even, <laughs> would never have seen you. I was in literally the last row. Like, I touched the cage behind me, <laughs> literally. But it was worth every second. I yeah, loved it. Was, it was it. a great show. Loved it, loved it. So we got some fun stuff. I know somebody I know went to Duran Duran the other night. Okay. And Arthur went to Dire Straits. So what else have we it's got? It's nice that some of these artists you don't, wouldn't think are still performing. One artist that probably is not on everyone's radar, Chris. Christopher Cross doing a 40th anniversary tour. Yeah, Christopher Cross, oh my gosh, famous for songs name. such as Sailing, Ride Sailing, Like the Wind, Arthur's like the Theme. Wind. He's performing do, do, tomorrow do. night at the Wellmont Theater in Montclair, New Jersey, and Sunday night he's in Westbury. Oh, wow. My parents used to go to the Westbury, oh, wow. what is it called, the Westbury... Westbury Music, Music Fair. Fair. Was, they used to see like doo-wop shows. Yeah. And it was a drive-in right there for a while, too. Not gonna, wow. Not going to lie, when I rollerblade, I actually have that song, Ride Like the Wind, strapped in my ears. Like, it's just part of me right there. Wow, I love it. Well, you know, another musical coming to Broadway that I know Arthur is going to go see, New York, New York. Okay. New York, nice. New York is coming to Broadway. A Scorsese film, I think, is what it's based on. It's kind of cool. Cool, very will cool. Will you go see? What will you go see? If you had a choice right now, what would you go see? A Beautiful Noise, because I love Neil Diamond, yes. and that's basically yes. what his, his, I think it's like a life story on him. I could be wrong. It but, is. I yeah. think it is. And Matt, you would say Back know, to the as Future. As a father of a three-year-old, I, I like the kid movies, yeah. like Frozen, Lion yeah. King. Yeah. It, it's, I love Frozen. They're great. I know? sang Frozen this weekend with uh, Jack Arino's daughter, Marin. I just love that kid, and we sang Frozen, and she's Elsa, and I'm Anna. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who sang better? Um, oh. Yeah, definitely not me, as, <laughs> as Arthur would say. Yeah, definitely not me. I think it's also some birthdays. It's Mother Teresa would have been 112 years old today. Correct. Pretty amazing. And Macaulay Culkin. I wonder if they're going to make Home Alone into a, a Broadway musical. I have think they? Home Alone is that franchise has already been done into the ground. I think. You do not need to revive that. No, it makes you want to go to those places when he did the Home Alone in New York. That's true. Makes you want to go to the plaza <laughs> and all those places. All right, so what's going on in sports, Mr. Well, Mr. Alex uh, Garrett? Since we last talked about it. The Yankees uh, won! Yankees are back on track. Sorry, Matt. The Mets are, too. I mean, yeah, they lost two at the, in the Bronx, and it was some competitive action up in the Bronx. However, the Yanks just seem to find their groove again, and then they take it to Oakland and uh, have a nice little beat-up on uh, Oakland last night. 13-4 win. And so, look... This is a pivotal weekend because the Mets are playing the Rockies, the Yankees are playing the A's. You're playing basement teams in both leagues. You have to come out with three or four, if not a sweep. So this could be the weekend both teams needed because obviously both teams have been struggling a little more. Uh, when you go, when you start up that high in the divisions, you're going to come down a little bit. Yanks came down a lot. Mets were coming down. They Kind of broke even with the Braves last week, losing three out of four. So that's why this four-game series weekend is huge. And Timmy Trumpet, I mentioned him last time. Yes, you did. With Narcos. Looks like he's going to actually be there on Tuesday against the Dodgers. You're wearing the Mets F- uh, shirt there, Matt. They but you're also bring him out. You're a Knicks fan as well. They're doing Knicks night the same night on Tuesday night at City Field. So wow. it's going to be a busy night against the Dodgers. Playoff action, playoff atmosphere for sure. 
And then the U.S. Open's coming and someone is going to be noticeably absent from the U.S. Open based on vaccination. Novak Djokovic. Yes, he is. And um, that was kind of, I guess, not surprising, but surprising. I mean, we're still in this whole vaccine. Do we vaccine? Do we not vaccine mode? And obviously he just he can't make it because of that. What uh, do now, you think about that? You know, I think it's crazy that these athletes um, are are able to at some point play despite the vaccination status. I just think yeah. it's it's getting overblown. And of course, CDC rolling everything back now. It's like, all right, can we go back to normal now? <laughs> exactly. Honestly, I, I'm over. I'm over COVID. I'm over monkeypox. I know we had a, chill, a a juvenile case of monkeypox. I just think we need to live. And we can't, I don't think personally, I don't want to prevent somebody from doing something based on not being vaccinated. I don't, I really don't think it's fair. I think it should now at this point be your own decision. I think there's something like 70 firefighters are going to lose their jobs because Mm -hmm. they're unvaccinated. I don't agree. I do not agree. I'm going to say that out loud. They I should just be don't agree. To be honest, at this point, I, I so. just don't agree because we don't know what this is going to do. I am all for being vaccinated, but if you're feeling that strongly about it, right. I don't want you to be forced into it. Well, let me let me just pull back the curtain because you said off air you had done some sports as well uh, over the last weekend. Tell us about that. For a I second. did. I played pickleball for the very first time. And I am super competitive. I do not like to lose. And I had to ask what pickleball was. I know. You didn't even know. So it's basically tennis with like a paddle and then a, a whiff a ball. And I did pretty good. I played up there with John and Michael and Cassidy. And we played and up in played Connecticut. And you played basketball too, And I you? played basketball. And everyone was pretty surprised that I could shoot a basket. I did. I did it a lot too. There you I did go. pretty good. So we're going to have to play. Maybe we'll do an AM 970 pickle tournament. I'm down for that. Down for that. Here we go. So this is Joan Pelzer with Matt Sambolino and Alex Garrett, and we just hope you are having the best drive home. Thank you so much for joining us. Arthur will be back next week. I will be with you Monday. I get it. You may not want me to be with you, but I'm with you. It's the Arthur Idala Power Hour with his team. We love you all. Have a great weekend. The preceding program, sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.